Welcome to the Monster RX 93.1 podcast channel. Interviews, features, music, live performances, fun and conversation only from Manila's hottest, Monster RX 93.1. Monster RX 93.1 presents All Out. Your daily morning pick-me-up. All Out hits, All Out celebrity interviews, All Out sports and showbiz news. Your Good host, morning, Facebook Live. What's up, Twitch? That's right. We are live on Facebook and on Twitch. Rico, we are ruling the world. That's what, what it's all about. On. It's a takeover. And, you know, that's a, yeah. we did not plan our outfits. So for those that are always watching us, we do not plan these things. It just happens. What happens? Like, is this the same wavelength? Is this because we've been partners for four <laughs> years? I don't understand why yeah. we get all this, like, coordination. Like, I, I don't understand. We're not even planning it. But ladies and gentlemen, no. one thing that we did plan is to actually bring the let's just say rush back to your blood when it comes to your monday dude is talented yeah. comes to music comes to gaming and a whole lot more he is a heartthrob at such uh, so cute. yeah i mean we were talking to him off air before we He's went so on cute. air he got like he got all gelled up you know what i'm saying no i feel like that's like a natural natural like, Oil of like, you know, I don't really care. Natural. I'm and before I bring him in, Monsters, I just want to give a big shout out to the current generation. Because why are these young guys so put together and so cute? But when I was this guy's age, like four years ago, mind you, no, I'm just kidding. The, guys, the, guys, the 17-year-old guys that I knew were lanky awkward and just not this put together what is going on he is an actor heartthrob producer gamer writer and everything you love to have him ladies and gentlemen <laughs> with a with a username ichari poppy i mean come <laughs> on how He's just so cool. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, to join us here on All Out and his second time here on The Monster, give it up for Kyle Ichari. Hi, Kyle. What's up? What's I forgot my name is Ichari Pabdu on this. Yeah, the last dude. thing that I did on StreamYard. That's it's okay. That's it. Show how naturally like, cool you are. Okay, Kyle, before anything what? else, how are you? What's been happening in your life? How have you been? I'm good. Um, yeah, I just released my first ever written and produced song by me, so it's kind of like nerve-wracking, but I'm I'm happy. I'm still very happy. You know, when it comes to making music, I mean that is cool, dude. You know, I, I we we're gonna hear the track in a bit. And was this something that you wanted to do in the Philippines? I know you you're from mm -hmm. Orange County. You know, what brought you here in the Philippines in the first place? And was it music that you really wanted to get into? Well, when I came here, um, well, I, I, the first thing that we did was we went to Cebu for a year. Um, I, I never even thought I could make it into the industry. I was this fat, um, fat little kid. Um, <laughs> was very shy in everything that I did. But, um, and then after a year, um, the voice kids happened to me. I auditioned, and I never really thought I would get that far, and then I made it to the semifinals, and I was blessed, and I've always had a love for music, ever since I was uh -huh. a kid, but I never thought I could actually make it. 
as a kid because I was always a shy little kid, like I said. What was your audition? What was your audition piece for the Voice Kids? You know how it is, right? You know when you're gonna sing. No audition piece. Um. Uh. I think um, for the audition to audition, because yeah. there's an audition to audition. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I think I sang Photograph by Ed Sheeran. Uh-huh. It was all English. I never knew how to speak Tagalog at that time. And then oh for, the, for the televised audition, the blind auditions, what was your song? For uh, Night Changes by One Direction. Hey. Oh my God. Yeah. It yeah. suits yeah, so. him. It's so suit him can i just say good choice of song kyle i see you i see you okay you said you've (laughs) always loved music since you were a kid so i mean what got you into music like are you from a musical family would your dad or your mom like play records like around the house i mean what got you into music at such a young age well i mean my mom has always said um in the family she likes music but music doesn't like her and my dad my dad doesn't like to sing but he has a good voice and I think it actually came from my grandma because she's really into like you know the carpenters she always like listened to that music and ever since I was a kid going to her house I would always hear that and she would sing my mom would sing me to sleep as a kid so it was always like I was surrounded by music that's so yeah. cool and, and that's and so cool people are asking for you to sing Night Changes just a little bit <laughs> Acapella. Can I change now? Yeah. Yeah, go. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. We're only getting older, baby. And I've been thinking about it lately. Does it ever drive you crazy? Just how fast the night changes. Everything that you've ever dreamed of. Disappearing when you wake up But there's nothing to be afraid of Even when the night changes It will never change me and you That's the show. Yeah, Bye, guys. I'm sad. <laughs> oh, my God. As a directioner, I'm just oh, like... Oh, man. You just gotta have okay. that car on the side. years, man. Ten okay, years, I mean, huh? Kyle, you're, you're thinking like... For your audition, you sang Ed Sheeran, you sang One Direction. I mean, those are big names. Those are very, very popular songs. Growing up and even up to now, who are some of your musical influences or the artists or groups that you really look up to or you enjoy the music of? Because you know how, like, especially now, artists are really trying to find their own style, their own way of producing and creating their music. So for you, who are the different artists that you look up to or who you draw inspiration from? Um, me, I'm not really as into the mainstream as everyone, mm-hmm. but if we're talking about mainstream, we got people like, of course, Justin Bieber, he's up mm-hmm. there. Um, of course, I listen to people like Drake. I'm not a rapper, but <laughs> I love the beats that he makes, so I get with that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like to mix it up a lot. Um, I'm, my, my, the music that I listen to is really random. Like, I, I'll listen to um, Bread. You guys know Make It With You, Bread. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like, I love 80s music. Mm-hmm. So, I realize that my, my palette's very random. But I say artists that I listen to now. Um, I don't know if you guys know Daniel Caesar. Love him. Um, 
I love that guy. He's just amazing. I'm so sad that he, I wasn't able to see him when he was here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people like uh, Lucky Day, um, Pink Sweats. So I'm more into the underrated scene because that's the kind of music that I really like and listen to. So can you imagine, mm-hmm. Carla and everybody tuned in, you're going to have the beats of Drake with the singing of Daniel Caesar. And that's fire, man. That's what it's all about. That's that's what's making it. Now, you know, we did talk about your journey with the voice kids. And who are you? Who was your team? Who, who's which coach did you sign up with? Which team? I was under Team Sarah. Yeah. Team, team Sarah. Sarah, you got the pop stars behind you. So that was when, yes. you, when you were doing your blind auditions, how many chairs turned? Um, two. Two, two. It was two out of three. Uh, Coach Leo was about to turn, and then I messed up a line. Luckily, actually, the funny thing about my audition is I choked. Um, literally, like my voice cracked, mm-hmm. and I, like oh. I just didn't sing on that line. Mm-hmm. So luckily, it didn't sound like a voice crack. I just choked. Um, and the good thing is, after like less than four seconds, the coaches already turned. So I got lucky. So who were the two? Yay! Who were the two? <laughs> who were the two that turned? Um, Coach Bamboo and Coach Sara. So imagine, nice. you're, you're choosing between, I mean, just the feeling of it, right? Being, you know, we always yeah. watch it on television. But to get the feeling as a contestant, then both of them turn doing that. How was the deciding factor? Like, how was Bamboo yeah. wooing you and how was Sarah wooing you at that time? And what made you pick yeah. Sarah over Bamboo? Um, well... At the time, I really never was um, listening to OPM as much mm-hmm. because I was uh, because I was I grew up in the states. Um, I didn't really listen to OPM much. Now I love OPM, um, and in the states, everyone has TFC. So when you watch ASAP, who is the first person that you see at that time? Sarah. So she. <laughs> I think Sara was the one of was the coach that I really knew the most because my mom would watch us up all the time, and then I knew that I needed the confidence and I needed to learn how to move, like dance and move my body, and I knew that Coach Sara was the perfect one for me. So I was very blessed. I mean, I, ever since like before the audition, she, I wanted her to be my coach. She is. I, I think that's, my mind was set on it. I mean, she's that's the owner so great the, because okay. if you really think about it, Sarah started as well at a very young age right, right. i mean like she yes, her career yes. took off at such a young age as well so for you to pick her as your mentor is a really smart choice i mean bamboo would have been just as great i'm sure that guy is like so talented but i love how oh, you yeah, decided yeah, on somebody reason. like sarah because she also kind of knows what you at that time were going through you know young you're not sure you've never tried out the industry or anything in the industry so that's such a nice refreshing Turn to take to it. What did you learn? Because I mean, I don't want to super focus on this because I want to focus on, of course, how you've evolved in your music now because now you're producing your own stuff. But what tips, tricks, or gems did you learn from Sarah along the way at such a young age that you've carried over till now? I mean, one thing that she that I always uh, kept with me that she told me was um, to keep my feet on the ground. And that's the number one thing. Um, she always made sure that um, her artists are humbled 
at all times, even though no matter how far we got, um, she always treated each one of her artists the same. And she always made sure that we keep our feet on the ground. And I think one thing that she helped me with the most was my confidence. Because, like I said, I was super shy. Um, if you guys saw my blind auditions, I was even more shy. So, um, at this out, it really helped me with that and how I present myself on stage and how I feel the stage all the time. Coming from that show, learning all the, the stuff that you learned from Sarah and the other cast of the show and the other coaches, in comes you making original music. Now, that's, yeah. some, that's a bigger challenge. It's different when you're doing covers. Then when you're performing, you want to be an artist, I want to be famous. But when you're a singer, songwriter, producer, man, how did that <laughs> get started? Yeah. How did that get started? Well, um, man, I've always had a love for music. Um, like, you know those people that sing other people's songs in the shower when they're little? When I was a kid, I used to sing my own songs, just making up words, mm -hmm. thinking of words, and putting them together. So I always knew that I wanted to be a singer-songwriter. Um, like, uh, when I first made my album, my first album, Understar Music, I told them to give it to me because I didn't. I was not confident with myself writing. But I always had the goal that my next album, my next album was going to be all me. I'm going to produce it. I'm going to write it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the one performing it. And this album, I just really wanted the, the fans to get a piece of my heart. Mm -hmm. Like a piece of me and so they know who the real Kyle is what kind of music I really sing because I mean the songs that I used to sing were really good I I, I enjoyed them it's just it wasn't exactly 100% me mm -hmm. so that's why I made this uh, that's why I made sure that I produce and write the album how many tracks are we looking at here is there any Tagalog songs in this or is it an all English track um well I have eight tracks, so it's a full-fledged album, mm -hmm. and um, there's the dialogue, of course. Okay, wow. <laughs> it's going to be English, uh, All right, cool. This is something that we're going to look forward to. For those that are tuning in, we have uh, Kyle Achari is joining us. Don't forget, if you have questions, do send them in. At Rx931, we are talking about his musical journey from joining competitions now to producing a record putting it out there but you know we did talk about your songwriting journey you did say that you used to sing songs in the shower or make up words can you remember yeah. can you remember the first song that you've ever written was it about shampoo was it about toothpaste what is it about it, it was about i don't know why i mean as a kid you listen to justin bieber right so uh -huh. you just make song like love songs you just make random love songs <laughs> so i think that's what i used to do when i was a kid i just made random love songs my God, this guy is so mature for his age. Like, can you imagine, like, a seven-year-old, like, I gave you my heart, but you took it. Okay, I mean, Kyle, I know we keep going on about how young you are, but to a certain extent, it is very interesting to hear from somebody so young being able to not only write their own music, but produce it. You know, that producing a song, making a beat, putting things together, that's already quite difficult. Mm -hmm. And some people really get intimidated by that. When you decided that you were going to produce your own songs as well, did you see that as a challenge or were you a little scared? Were you kind of like, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should just get somebody else to do it? Like, what gave you that push to actually just be like, you know what, well, I'm going to produce the song? 
man, it, it was nerve-wracking, the decision. But um, I knew I had, because the way I work around my producing is, um, I put stuff together, and then to enhance it, I give it to um, another producer who is really close to me, Kuya Theo. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's such a shy, really nice guy, and we work together to make the beat. And I'm really confident with what he produces. Mm-hmm. So I always try putting stuff together, and then I, I tell him what's in my mind to make it better, and then he just makes it 100% better. So at least I had that backing where like, I was already like confirming in my head that this is going to be a good beat as long as I, I write it properly and I, I put everything that I need to put mm-hmm. and then I give it to him I knew that it was going to be a perfect beat and he really helped me with that and I was really blessed that he was helping me in my position to get to where um, the beat goes so um, it was nerve-wracking it was nerve-wracking to choose if I wanted to do it or not mm-hmm. but I'm happy that I had people helping me at the same time. You know, Carla, we were supposed to have him last week on the show to get an exclusive of the drop of the single. But we had yeah. to get him on Monday. And, of course, he dropped it on September 11th. This is, of course, during the pandemic. Were you nervous? <laughs> Was this the plan? Yeah. Like, all right, cool. Um, I'm going to launch. I'm serious during these pandemic times. <laughs> or was yeah. it, like, we got to get the song out there, you know. Well, I mean, it's sad, man. I mean, I've re- I've been planning this album for the longest time. Uh-huh. I mean, by this time, everyone thought that the pandemic would be done. But look where we are now. Um, it's kind of sad. I mean, of course, I'd love to perform it in real life, but I can't. Uh-huh. I can't perform it to a crowd or anything like that. But I knew that I really wanted to get music out. And I really mm-hmm. wanted to spread my heart to everyone. So... Yeah. Now, since we're on the topic of pandemic, I mean, like, it's one thing to release the song, right? But you know, Kyle, especially for you and for artists and singers and groups all around the world and here in the Philippines, you know, this is such a weird time. And like you said earlier, we thought that the pandemic would be done by like June. Like people were like April at best, June max, and then we can all get back to our normal Mm -hmm. lives, right? It's September. What's good? We're still in our homes. I mean... When, when it comes to making your songs or getting that inspiration, how do you do it? Because for normal people, Rico and I, for example, there are days when we're going to wake up and we're going to be like, I don't want to do anything today. Like, I just want to pull the covers back up and not do anything. But for you, somebody who is so full of passion, how do you get inspiration or how do you stay creative at a time where... Honey, it is bleak. Like it is seriously so sad. Like how how do you do it? Yeah, yeah. Um I'm gonna be honest, this this um this pandemic has made me find find such a even bigger love for music and my work. I've never wanted to work so hard in my life, to be honest. This pandemic made me just wanna work, work, work so hard. Um not working now, not being able to go out and work, but um that, that I think that's why, um, that's where I found my inspiration is just to work hard and find my own way to work. Because through this out, through acting, if I stayed with just acting, I would have to wait for someone to give me a project. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Through music, I can do it myself, and I think that's where I found my passion. Where I realized we're in a pandemic, I can't do anything besides focus on what. I really love which is music and I was given the opportunity to 
do the album and I took it and I guess it just like put um more how do you say it? fuel to the fire more. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah all right so you know incomes TikTok big thing in pandemic <laughs> do you plan to make a TikTok dance challenge do you plan oh to do God. all that I mean as of now maybe I don't know. I'm not the best dancer. To be honest, I, I don't like dancing on TikTok for some reason. Uh-huh. I just don't. I, I, I don't know why I don't like ta- dancing on TikTok. It's just me. I like I like, I like like the funny side of TikTok. I always love watching the For You page when it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe maybe we'll make a dance challenge for I'm Serious. I mean, it's a danceable song. So, so maybe, you have, maybe. Uh, you know, Kyle, you have 40 minutes to do that. By the end of the show, you'll reveal to us choreography. <laughs> You got 40 minutes, okay. right? Sorry, I just have to ask this as well. You know, Kyle, like you said, you grew up in the States. You know, your mom would watch ASAP like every Sunday. Like it was a thing. When you came here, mm-hmm. you guys went to Cebu for a year and stuff. And then you decided to do this full time. You decided to, you know, try out the industry. How did your family feel about it? Were they like super supportive? Were they hesitant? Because mm-hmm. I mean... You know, as great and as rewarding as this is, there are so many talented kids that are just coming out every single day. So it is very competitive, you know, and you have to sort of find your groove, mm-hmm. your niche, your your step in, in all of this. So what did your family feel about you pursuing this full time and what advice, if any, did they give you for your career? Um, well, my dad... He grew up in Bacolod and in Cebu. Um, he never had the idea of living in Manila ever in his life. He never thought that would happen. Um, then, then the voice happened. We never thought it would get this far. Then after the voice, literally like days after the voice, I was part of On the Wings of Love. And I didn't think it would be that big of a, like I, I thought it was just going to be like guesting kind of thing. And then we asked the we asked Dreamscape. They said, um, "What was I going to say?" Um, oh, on the wings of love told us that it's up to me how long I want this to last. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's it's uh, it's in my hands. Um, if you're going to live in Manila, we'd love to have you on the show. If not, um, then we'll probably just make you a guest. And then I really wanted it. Um, my passion was really always in for the music industry and for acting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, I'd love to live here. I don't know how, but I'd love to. My dad, my dad had a talk with my mom and I found out from my mom that he told my mom, he was just like, who am I to stop the dreams of my son who I see very happy every day doing what he loves. Mm-hmm. And he never really wanted to live in Manila, but he gave me the opportunity to follow my dreams and they were always there supporting me. No matter what. It really hurts seeing that my dad has to live in Cebu and my parents are not like um, 100. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> my parents aren't always next to each other at all Puberty. times. But I know that they love each other. Mm-hmm. And I know that they still support me no matter what I do. It's heartbreaking at the same time. But um, they're always supporting me and they never make it feel like it's my fault. You have a message so, for your yeah. dad? Wow. You have a message for your dad and your mom? Message in Cebuano. You know how to speak Cebuano? For my dad. No, you know how to speak <laughs> Cebuano. Yeah, I know how to speak Cebuano. Pero 
We, we usually talk in English. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, um, Papa, I love you so much. Um, I know we're actually we're going through something that I don't want to open up about right now, but we're going through something very hard. Um, I'm really proud of what you're doing right now, Papa. I love you so much. Mama, thank you for always being my, um, being behind me at all times. I love you so much, Mom. And you know that. My baby sister, who's always supportive and everything, even though she doesn't get to see her dad all the time, she's always here supporting me. Um, I love you so much, Bella. And yeah. You know, Kyle, it's so lovely as well to see, you know, earlier, Rico, I don't know if you noticed as well, but when he was talking about Sarah and he was talking about Bamboo and stuff, he was always giving credit to to the people who help him out, right? When he gave the beat to the producer, he said, you know, I want, I I like this beat, but I know you can make it better for me. And he did. And you thanked him for it. And then now you're talking about your parents as well. You know, Kyle, I love how at the end of the day, you really are so grateful for the position that you've been given and not only are you working hard towards it but you never forget the people that have helped you as well and i think that that's something so precious hold on to that because i feel like in an industry sometimes that can get lost you know and when you get all these accolades and all these all this praise sometimes you forget so i really love that you Mm -hmm. stick to that and you always remember these people and i think that's also the reason why so many people want to work with you it's so refreshing it's so refreshing to see somebody speak the way that he does i don't know i'm so like oh thank you so many people having a crush on you saying i love you that's a you are so blessed okay you answer actually actually okay since we're talking about rico i love that you mentioned that okay since we're talking about you know kyle you don't really have any experience in show business other than your own experience you know you grew up normal you grew up abroad Mm -hmm. so it was a very different type of environment when you came here you started you know appearing on tv guesting shows concerts whatever it is the fan base shoots up and all of a sudden you've you've got 2.6 million followers on instagram bruh i mean there are international (laughs) artists with like 500k okay how did it feel when you had all of these people DMing you, commenting, shouting, like videoing you, like saying that they love you and like you're their crush and stuff? I mean, was it overwhelming or were you like, yeah, I know, I'm so cute, what's good, you know? I mean, <laughs> that in of itself is shocking, right? Because sometimes people don't get received well, right? Or sometimes it takes a while or you yeah. get stereotyped like, ah, oh, contrabida, ah, oh, inglesera, ah. Uh. But all of your fans love you, dude. Like, they love you and support you 110%. How did that feel the first time around when you saw, like, whoa, all these people are, like, watching what I'm doing? I know. It was, it felt weird. I mean, as as a kid, you never really saw, you never really knew what really happened behind the scenes. um, Like, the DMs and all that. Um, It felt weird, but it's honestly so heartwarming. Um, especially when I get a, a DM of someone saying like, um, someone says like, you made me happy today or something like that. It's just the uh, most heartwarming things. Um, cause I don't know. I never really expected to be in the position where I can make people happy by through my music or through my acting or anything like that. It really means a lot to me. And I really appreciate every single text. Um, that I get every single DM that I get from all the fans and I love them so much I always say I always say this like literally all the time 
kung wala kayo, wala rin ako. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. if you guys aren't there, I, I'm not. I'm not who I am today. So I always thank them. Kyle, let's talk about the journey of it. First hundred grand. That uh, <laughs> the hundred thousand follower mark. How did you feel about that? Yeah, I remember this. I was on. I was on a show. We were on We Love OPM, um, and then we were backstage. And I was looking at my phone, and then I refreshed. It went from ninety nine point something to hundred k. I was just like, whoa! I hit it. And all my friends were just like, yeah, you were. You hit it earlier, and they were all telling me. You're just, <laughs> I didn't know they were the one paying attention. And then I looked at it. I was just like, "Wow, this is actually really cool. This feels so different. This is a dream. Like you wouldn't expect to get like, like when as a kid you never expect to even get a thousand followers. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. Um, of course, for me though, I don't really look a hundred percent at the numbers um, mm-hmm. because it's not always about the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always a goal to. Um, Grow wider, grow bigger as an artist. Okay. Yeah. Now, for- I mean, since we're talking about growing as an artist, sorry, Rico, I just have to ask. Go. You grew up in the States, so you have tons of friends over there as well. Did you tell them, like, what you were going to be doing here? Or did they just, like, check your Instagram one yeah, day and they're like, that'd be yo, bro, 2.6 million, what yeah, are you yeah. doing there? I mean, how did they react? How did they react to you, you know, starting a career here and it being a success? Um, of course, I never changed towards my friends. Never like, I never wanted to like shove in their face like, oh, I joined the voice. Oh, I did this. <laughs> I did that. Look where I am. Look, blah, blah, blah. I was never like that because um, I don't know. It's just I never really liked to share all these things. But my friends found out and then they made a G, uh, group chat. And they were just like, yo, Kyle's on The Voice. Look at Kyle. He has a following now. What, what's going on? Kyle has a blue check. And I was just like, yeah, thanks guys for the support. Um, like, like, even up till now, I still talk to them because, you know, you never forget the people that, like I said, you never forget the people sure, that man. helped you become who you are today. Mm-hmm. And I, we have a group chat still. And I just because I wanted to see if they can criticize me, I made a song. I made I'm Serious. And... Um, I sent it to them and then they were all reacting. I said, hey guys, I'm not trying to like share this to you because I want to show you guys that I produced or I song, I did the song. I want to see what you guys think about the song. It's an English song. Um, you guys will understand it. Hopefully you guys like it. If not, please criticize me. That's what I told them and they were all proud of me. And it's just, um, it, it, it feels good. Because I still have that connection with my friends, no matter what. Have you gone it's back so home, nice. uh, Kyle, to Orange County since all this madness? Of- Christmas time. Christmas. How was it? Christmas. That was the last. It was. It felt different. Uh-huh. I don't know. I kind of realized when I went there. I kind of realized why I stayed in the Philippines. Um, because even though I know I home is home, like you, wherever you are raised, home is home. And I still love that place. It's just, I feel like I found a really big love for the Philippines and the culture. And I realized that you can't see your friends all the time when you're in the States. Like, everything feels so far for me. It feels like you have to go here to here. Mm-hmm. Like, your cousins are always so far. You can't see them all the time. And I guess living in the Philippines just made me feel so... Um, like the love of the Philippines and the friendliness of everyone to each other. 
I just fell in love with the Philippines. So it felt a lot more different when I went to the States. But I still love the States. I mean, you know, getting going back home and seeing everybody. But it is indeed, you have to drive 45 minutes to an hour here. You yeah, drive, exactly. You, you drive the same time it's just not a lot of distance <laughs> covered but you know you get to see family yeah, like Cal- oh, california is a state and it's probably bigger than the philippines yeah, right? yes honey yeah. but the amount of traffic <laughs> here like the amount of oh, time yeah, that you are that. sitting still is probably the amount of time it'll take you to get from one city to another you know i mean <laughs> Yeah, Just right. keep being real, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, right? We're hanging with Kalachari, ladies and gentlemen, for those that are tuned in. All right, you got to go to Facebook. If you're listening to radio yeah. right now, go to Facebook. Why? Because he's about to give us a house tour, an epic one. What's up to JP Soriano of GMA7? Thanks for keeping it locked in here. When we return, the epic house tour is coming up. Plus, we'll be hearing the song, I'm Serious. Keep it locked in here on The Monster. Is it showbiz? Is it ghost? It's more. It's more. It's all out. All out. With Rico and Carlo. Monster RX 93.1. Burgers? Burgers. Burgers. Okay. What is a food or a dish? What is a food or a dish that everybody loves and you just don't get? You're like, ew, no. Onions? What? Like onion like rings? Anything with onions in it? What burgers? Yeah, onion rings. I, I take my onions out of the burgers. No. You don't that's like you don't like caramelized onions? You don't like those stuff? No. Unless they're like so caramelized that they don't taste like onions anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't like I don't like onions. Okay. What oh. is your what is your favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie of all time? Uh, cars. Hey, <laughs> oh my God, he's cars. like, he's like, he's like ten on, years old. On, oh yeah. my God, that's a nice movie. I kidding. like Cars. No, I think, I think one of the best movies for me is Man on Fire. Man on Fire. Okay. I don't know if you guys know. Man on Fire by Denzel Washington. Rico, I, he's like two. He's got, like two different people out. at oh, the some, same time. He's like. I love yeah. cars, yeah. And, and I also love this one by Denzel. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's some, it's some deep <laughs> stuff, you know. Okay, getting into show business, Kyle. Who's your showbiz crush? Showbiz crush, I always say this is uh, Liza Sobrano. Mm-hmm. Ah. Always. Yeah. Senior? How about international? But I mean, international. Classic. Mega Fox. Okay, okay. But yung crush mo na sa showbiz na single? <laughs> na pa-easy. <laughs> <laughs> in, in our industry? Yeah. Yeah. If given the chance, you're gonna holler at know. someone. Like, you know, like, what's up? How you been? Here's my song. I'm serious. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't, I don't think anyone really. Right to the lang, right to It's it's Liza. Okay, we'll we'll get to that we'll again in that. a bit. Since since Rico brought up the whole song, Kyle, have you ever used one of your songs or your singing talent to woo a girl? Have you ever busted out like, yeah. like, hey baby, like I'm gonna sing for you and you're gonna fall in love with me? I'm a holler. No, no, no. No, no, no. I just feel awkward when it happens like that. <laughs> I mean, 
mean, I've written songs for certain people sometimes. They don't know about it, though. Because I, I, I don't know. Ugh, it just feels weird. <laughs> He's so awkward. I love it. What is your go-to karaoke song? Go-to karaoke song? Um, Tagalog. Ako'y sayo, tikay ahi lamang. Um, oh, wow. English. Before, it used to be Ben by Michael Jackson when I was a kid. Uh-huh. That's all I would sing. My God. That is like a nice so- song. Ben. Yeah. It's so high. It's so high now. Can you sing the Tagalog song that you're talking about? That is a classic, even if it's just the chorus. Okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. No Ted right. with the red guard. Okay. Kyle, since we're doing fun questions, I mean, sky's the limit. It's 2020. Anything can happen. Dream collaboration, both local and international. If you could work with any artist, like top of your head, who would you love to work with? Um, okay, so international, Justin Bieber, of course. Um, oh man, I got I got through my childhood with that with that music. So uh, Justin Bieber or Daniel Caesar, of course. God, just amazing talent. Um, Hmm. Local. Well, it is a dream, but abangan nyo lang the dream might become true. Hey. Oh. Abangan nyo lang. Uh-huh. Oh. Moira de la Torre. Mm-hmm. Wow. Moira de la Torre. Dropping a track with Moira would be something. That would be. I freaking. Abangan nyo. Oh my it. god! Don't do it. that to us. Uh, <laughs> Kyle! I mean, I mean if, if you were to interview someone and ask him a question, who would it be and what would be the question? Interview someone and what would. Oh! Wow! <laughs> Dang, that is so hard! If anybody in the industry, and just ask him a question, a random question, who yeah. would it be? And what would be your question? Do a podcast, so you're gonna have guests. Yeah, alive. because having like, a podcast right? is, is something else, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for his podcast. Question. All right. Do you want us okay. to narrow it down to like local yeah, versus narrow it down. international? Yeah. Okay, Rico, local or international? Local. Local. Local guests, who would it be and what would your question be for them? Man, I feel like I already asked all the questions to this person. So I'll think (laughs) of someone else. Um, I guess... Man, you're hearing uh-huh. the song. I'm serious in the background. For those that are tuning in, we're about to give you guys an exclusive. It dropped uh, Friday, and when the song came out, how did you feel when the song came? I'll let you think about this. All right, uh, how did you feel when the song came out Friday, when it dropped? 
Were you nervous when you guys were doing the countdown oh, to man. drop the song? I, some people saw me on Instagram live. My God, I was shaking. I was the happiest I've ever been because like I didn't know what the people would think about my song. But at the same time, I was super excited because it's something that I, that I really love and I made. So it was, God, it felt so good. It felt so good. Um, and very nerve wracking. But I was happy that I released and here we are today. And you know, Okay, I, Rico gave right, you that break. Yeah. Do you have your answer? Okay. Question. <laughs> All right. Question for um, Tito Gary. Gary. <gasps> Good and, guest. Yeah. Question for Tito Gary. What's the key to longevity? Mm. Yeah. What's the key to longevity? Because he's been in the industry for so long, and he's been um, he's one of the pioneers of the industry of the Philippines. So, like, what's a good What's a good, like, how do I say this? What? How do, oh, what's a good, <laughs> good why did I lose my train of thought? What, like, what's, what, what has he been doing that has kept him in the industry for so long? So there you go. Oh my God. Mr. That's Gary a v. good, that's a good question, Kyle. That's awesome. That hey. would be really great because I'm sure he'd have so many tips and tricks and I bet. He'd have like a one-liner that would just have everybody go, whoa. And he'll just talk to you. That's like, true. Yeah. He'd be like, Kyle, yeah. you have to understand. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like yeah. this. It's like this, bro. Exactly. You know I mean? Can you just imagine? Then he'll break into dance. <laughs> and then he'll probably just answer you with two words. Pure energy. Simple as uh, that. Yeah. Right? That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd okay. Be cool. Okay, cool. Rico. I see what you did there. Yeah. Kyle, we wish we could have you for longer, but we know you're busy as well. I mean, you might not be, you know, in real life, in person, promoing your song and, of course, all of the projects that you have. But if we were to go back to the song that you released, I'm serious. I mean, what's it about? What message or takeaway do you want your fans to get when they listen to it? And what can they expect moving forward in terms of your music because i feel like with this track you know it really is not only setting the bar but it's sort of opening the door to what fans can expect from you right so what's it about and what can they take away from it um well if you read it off of paper the song is really about trying to make um this girl um know that you're serious with your intentions for her and everything that you do for her is all true and you mean everything that you're doing for that person. Um, it's not bang flirt flirt lang ganon, because you know, in my generation, that is very. It, it happens a lot. Let's just say that it happens a lot. <laughs> a lot of people are just flirting, flirting. But um, this song was, um, yeah, like you said, it opens the door to a lot of different kind of. Um, for me, I'm doing a lot of different kind of songs. Um, again, I just want to thank my producers. Um, Kuya Theo for helping me work on this and Kuya Rox for um, guiding me. Kuya Rox Santos for guiding me in everything that I'm producing and writing. Thank you for being there with me through thick and thin of this album. Um, but yeah, I have a bunch of different sounds that are coming out of this album. Different genres, different music that um sana mga ng mga tao. Um, but yeah, um, actually, mamayang gabi, 6 p.m. You guys will know um, exactly who inspired me or what inspired me 
to make this song and you guys will know the nitty gritty of the song. So, abangan 6 p.m. on my YouTube channel. Hold on, hold on. Carla, Carla, Carla. Ano, 6 yeah. p.m.? Bati na ngayon. Kasi na ba? Ah! <laughs> Anong 6 p.m.? Anong YouTube channel? Parabangan <laughs> talaga nila. Oh, sige, ito na lang. Initials. Initials na lang before we go. Yeah. Initials. Initials? Secret. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds like, sounds like, sounds like. Rhymes with. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You guys will really know why I wrote it, okay? All right. it, it may not be. It may be for someone. It may not be. You never know. So you Take your word for it. You guys will get the truth later tonight. He's okay. such a tease. Yeah. 6 p.m. though. Okay, Kyle, before we head on out, NDA team, I know you're a big baller. You're a big fan. Who do you think is going to win this? Oh, Lakers, come on. We're going all the way. All the We're bringing way. it home. Yes, what it's about, my man. Representing Long Yeah, what is that? Basketball. <laughs> well, thank you, Kyle. Time out. Oh. That, I know. I got the same thing. Oh. Mamba. Mamba. Wish Mamba. You... Mamba forever, man. Yeah, man. Wish you well. Oh, we, we hope you get your VCs, your 100K VCs, all right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Man, man. But there you thank go. You. Thank you so much for having me, man. Oh, Kyle, thanks for joining us. Before you go, message to all of your fans. Your fans that have been with you since day one, since before your voice cracked, to, to now. You know, the fans that literally grew up with you, the fans that are older than you, but are still crushing on you, that support you and love you. Message for all of them. I just want to say um, thank you to the Kalanatics, Kalanatics United, and of course, Team Kaisin. Maraming maraming salamat sa support. You guys know I love you guys so much. And I appreciate every little bit of support. Um, please, um, for those who haven't heard the song yet, you guys are about to hear it now. And sana support niyo po ang single na. Um, I'm serious. It was written and produced by me. Um, written and produced and song by me. And yeah, I'm super excited for you guys to hear it. Um, love you all. Thank you so much for all the massive support. Please abangan din po ang album, which will be coming out soon. I will not give you guys a date yet. Para abangan niyo talaga. Um, but I'm really excited. I'm really excited for the future. And thank you so much, Monster RX, for having me. I had so much fun here. Um, it was it was a fun talk. And thank you guys so much for having me. Anytime. Love you guys. Anytime, thank you. man. Anytime. When all things are back to normal, we'll have you in the studio the same way yes. you, you let us into your bedroom with your lighted pillows and everything. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, give it up for Kyle and Chari. Hi, Kyle. Thank, Thank you. you. There you have oh, it. I Carla. love him. What a show. Such a good interview. Yeah, we've, we've learned so much from Kyle, you know, from moving to the Philippines, joining a reality show, handling the bullying of bashers, yeah. and turning something negative into positive. It is something really, really cool. And writing your own music, that's what it's about. I know, at such a young age. And I love how he never forgot about the people who helped him all throughout. Mm -hmm. From Sarah Eronimo to, you know, his parents making such a big sacrifice mm -hmm. so that he can pursue his dream. I mean, that's just incredible. And it's so nice to know that there are some good eggs in this industry. I mean, he's a good little bean. And I'm really excited <laughs> for his album. I feel like 
people are scanning. To all the fans who are watching over on Facebook and Twitch, thank you for joining us. You are scanning the right person. This guy is going to achieve great things, and I'm just so excited for his music, and to you know, be honest. Keep yeah. on supporting. You know, you want to continue to see Kyle and make music and hear his songs. Keep on supporting his music. Go buy it. Request yes. for it. Here at RX 931, so continue to bump it. Once again, follow his socials and keep on supporting his work. Thank you guys for watching. Whether you're from Cebu, you're from Davao, or here in Manila, we are the Moss. She is Carla Aguas. He is Rico Chismoso. Bye, guys. Serious. An exclusive drop here on the monster. Here's Kyle Chari.